Thanks for joining us for another day of Dungeons & Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We have here the uh, Ratbeak campaign. A bit of an announcement before we introduce everybody. Uh, you'll notice in the introductions that we're down a player. Uh, Tyler, who plays Becky, will be no longer a primary character in this story moving forward. We still love Tyler. He's a friend of the, the, the show, of course. Uh, but, you know, we're all adults. We all have jobs. Some of us have multiple jobs. Uh, and uh, Tyler's job is just like, how about you just work every day we meet for, <laughs> for the company and don't go have fun with your friends in Dungeons & Dragons. So when, uh, when he has availability, Tyler will be joining us and Becky will return. But it'll be more of a guest role than as they've been up to this point, which is undeniably a primary character. So... Stay tuned. Listen out for, for, for guest starrings. Uh, more than Becky will be a guest star in the future of this show. Um, I have not told any of my players, and that's impressive because one of them is my wife. <laughs> On that, we have our warlock. Hi, I am Elise playing Thistle. We have Elf Warlock. Our uh, Forge Cleric, Masami, uh, played by Katie. Our Paladin, uh, Thorin, played by James. And uh, Yakfolk. Uh, ancestral Barbarian Ahanzi, played by Melanie. So, when we last left off, you guys were still recouping from your previous night of uh, celebration. You're crazy, no joke. Oh, yes, yeah. facts. <laughs> People were. We got it. We got a long rest, though, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> I'd say an, arguably an extra long rest. That room has Working several like more walls than it should have in the walls now, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You, you were holes. All right. Throwing the trident and recalling it. <laughs> I mean, and I, I honestly mending, mending, mending the holes. <laughs> spackle, <laughs> magic spackle, toothpaste, <laughs> toothpaste. Oh, I was worried that two hole tonight's gonna go up. Yep. Uh, so. I, I fixed it. It's fine. <laughs> Look, it's so much better now. <laughs> it's like a different shade of wood entirely. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably it probably it probably I probably can't like if there's any like finish on the thing like I can't make the finish happen. But there's no illusion. There it goes. It's fixed. Oh, totally right. fine now, guys. <laughs> I was looking at him like, why does my thing say I have two hundred seven, but then eighty seven gold and twelve silver? It's because it's twelve platinum. Yes. Because <laughs> we got that big platinum payday. Yep. Or, yeah. So uh, it's you know you it's let's just say it's uh, the next day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, morning maybe. But uh, the last of you have sort of uh, roused yourselves from your slumber and sort of cleared your head of mist and mire uh, and are looking to, to, to be, be on with your day. What's your next moves? Boss? Uh, do we do we go to the boss? Do we we got do we have money? Do we want to go shopping? Or? Say, I mean, we have we don't have to rush. It wasn't like a right. if I'm not mistaken. I do not believe we had a come back know, here and do this. Come thing. back first thing tomorrow, and I'll yeah. have something for you. Let's just come back the next time we want to work. Said yeah. drinks and food and lodgings mm-hmm. on him tonight. Ah. All right, yeah, shopping. So uh, in, in that, um, you guys will sort of realize that Becky's not in the room um, and that there is a very pleasantly smelling envelope on the very well-made bed that you swore you saw Becky pass out on. And I'm going to go out and let me guess that Becky's not the kind of guy who makes his bed neatly or wears perfume. <laughs> Maybe definitely not the latter, but I actually sort of interpreted him as a rather disciplined person. That's fair. Despite his lack of trigger discipline. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
the only discipline he doesn't have, and it's somehow the most important. <laughs> I'll go over and I'll pick it up. And okay. Open it. Uh, it's, I mean, the, the everything about this letter sort of beckons you to open it. I mean, it's even addressed to you all. Uh, right, with all of our names? Yes. All of our names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, a small little, uh, very visual illusion just sort of like arrays out of it as you crack open the, the, the seal of the envelope. Of course, letter. Uh, it's not like explosive runes your face is going to blow off. It's it's like a pleasant little thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like it's like the nicest glitter bomb you never had to clean up. <laughs> That's the best. Oh my gosh. I wish that was So, me. you know. Like an exploding book in a trash can? Right. Not, not like that at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's uh, why you don't steal. <laughs> Don't, so. don't try to rob the wizard. That is the lesson to be learned from that. I successfully robbed the wizard. Yeah, no. And how did that work out for you? I survived. Boom. I don't think I took damage. I think I evaded it. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, so. I was crazy dead. Yeah. Rogues, man. Rogues. 3.5 rogues. Shit happens. So, you, um, you, I assume you read the note. Do you read it out loud or just yourself? Yeah, I'll read it out loud. So, it simply says, uh, this letter has been left at the request of Becky, um, who actually like has their entire name out, which I don't think was like offered to you all before, really. Maybe to Me. you as a travel yeah. partner, but um, you probably like say the whole name. And you're like, and, like a couple of people are like, who? Hom- they're like Becky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has been um, has shown some real promise and has caught the eye of an employer in particular and is now a dedicated agent for this person by the boss's whim. They will return, presumably at some point, but until then will be indisposed uh, on a particular job. Did they just send Shanghai Becky as an indentured servant? We're already indentured servants if you haven't figured that out. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we're, we are well past that point. All right, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they just indentured him to someone else. Right, <laughs> and also this is like in the kitchens. Maybe that's where they sounds know. cushy. Yeah, and this is like a real indentured servitude where you guys theoretically will act will like buy indeed buy yourself out of this. Uh, not like those fake indentured servants. Uh, Fuck, people are rough. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Uh, so that's where Becky is. Okay. That's your sort of explanation to, to as to where you know one of your compatriots has has trotted off to. Well, maybe we'll you know meet up with him on a job at some point. Yeah. As long as he's, as long as everybody's having a good time, <laughs> nobody's getting too hurt. All right, no. great mom. <laughs> I mean, right, I will take up his mantle of starting every time we tell our story with. So you see, we were on a boat. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yes. You gotta, keep, you gotta keep the memes alive. <laughs> no. Here I was thinking maybe we'll just get through one day with no assaults on children. <laughs> <laughs> see, like you're just inviting me to like set you guys up on a job where it's like, all right, so this is a really big deal. I need you guys to go and clean out an entire township. They know too much. You get there and they're just all perpetual children. <laughs> I was actually thinking. <laughs> 
the classic, you know, child ancient vampire sure. lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's. No, that's that's the episode that he gives us when when Becky comes back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it's like your time has come, my dude. <laughs> yeah. We end we end a session on roll for initiative against the the baby vampire lord, and then like it's like a toddler. Yeah, <laughs> and, and next session Tyler can come back and play Becky and just like. It opens up. The, the, the fight starts. Shot. Yeah, the fight starts, and you guys are like, "All right, let's fucking do this." And then he just takes a crossbow bolt in the back, <laughs> and the fucking curtains waft from some wind. You're like, "Becky!" Yes. <laughs> and Becky just gives you like a salute, and just like Ollie just no. flies away. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta go the, you only get one. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys do with your day? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. So, do do we want to look? I mean, we do have a little bit of, of coin. Um, I mean, we also still have the Giuseppe favorite coin if we want to get something magical. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. want to kind of save that. For, yeah, that's fine. Right. Do so we know what we would need? We are still, we are still. Um, yeah, that's that's a, that's a good MacGuffin. But whatever, it's huh? fine. It's a holy Avenger. He whatever. deals with more. He might have one of those mm-hmm. like arcane. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not talking to him. I, I feel like the Giuseppe coin is saved for like that. That's a literal like get out of jail free card. Yeah. Like, let's save that for when we're like, oh fuck. Hey, I need you oh. guys to go kill a dragon. Hey, Giuseppe, do you happen to have a dragon killing sword, <laughs> perhaps? <laughs> Or a poison that makes dragons die? <laughs> I don't know that 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 stuff that we had that Becky was trying to make the dragon that's eat. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that would work on anybody, to be fair. I think it would be very, very uncomfortable for anybody to swallow that. Uh, I mean, apart from that, I mean... I, I don't really need much. Yeah, I'll I happily still, accompany... I'm still saving up my money. Um, well, I mean, not I've, to I've be... Got, good. Yeah, I've got, I've got neat stuff now, so I'm like... Okay. I might right. go buy some, like, You're basics. feeling pretty kiddie. Yeah, you're trying. Yeah. I was just saying, you already got... Your, your deck. So, uh... I got a shiny rock and a pointy stick. <laughs> Three pointy Three. stick. <laughs> well, so there, it is pointy, but it's just multiple points. Right, right, right. right. Uh, so I made it myself. No one of you has like more than three hundred coins, right? Three hundred gold. Oh, no, no. But like each of you has over two hundred. I, I got two seven. I'm like one twenty. So you know. But like that's that's a lot of money, but it's not like a lot. Oh, of that's my that's very magic item spending money. Yeah. That's very D and D poor. Yeah. yeah, like you've got enough not to worry about any basic necessities, but you don't have enough to actually have. We are not yeah. NPCs you're, anymore, you're, you're but D&D we're not D&D middle class, lower middle oh. class. Yeah, only thing I bought working class yeah. blue collar D and D. It's the adventurer working class for sure. <laughs> you're not not rich enough to say no to that that odd job that the town is offering you. <laughs> so. Do you guys just go to the boss? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. After breakfast, then okay. uh, just go ahead. And... So, uh, for one of the first times this has ever happened, you guys actually have to wait a little while. Boss is seeing somebody before you and takes more than just a few minutes to handle. How dare! Do you know who we are? <laughs> Honestly, surprised that this is the yeah. first time that's happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be fair, he's also normally summoned us. This is one of the few times that we've actually showed up. True. Do you... Are there like the cool little waiting chairs outside for us to say, oh, I pace around grumpily. I mean, I'm sure we can just go make use of the regular open floor until, yeah, yeah, I'm sure someone will flag our attention. Uh, I mean, the guards point that there are like legitimate waiting benches. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not like the cool, like formed out of the floor, cup your butt perfectly chairs that are inside of his room, but you know, a bench is a bench. (laughs) 
so one way or another, you guys sort of wait out, and it's not a long time. It's longer than most impatient people would want to wait. So let's say like twenty five minutes. Um, just long enough for one of you to like maybe start like you know bumping your foot up and down. Pace back. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You're you're already in. He's got his eyes closed. Grab a little cat nap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fifteen minutes. But you know, eventually the doors do open, and another group, you know, similar to your own in one way or another, uh, walks out, and you know, you can see one of them is holding one Scroll. of the scrolls that has job information on it, and they fuck off and go and do that. Uh, but um, you know, after that happens, the guards sort of like look at you all and give a nod towards the door. Stand and walk in. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, you guys are welcomed in. Uh, chairs pop up. Boss is sitting there. He's drinking a big, like one of those unnecessarily wide cups. <laughs> like, like this. It's basically a kettle without the top. I, I would even go so far as to say that it's a chode of a cup. Like it's it is wider <laughs> than it is tall. Uh, and and he he's holding it by its semi dainty handle. You can tell, Super like, you, you, teacup. right, <laughs> it, 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 like, not just for him as a goblin, but like, even a human be like, This, this is, is unnecessary. Silly. <laughs> this is a novelty item, like, <laughs> fucking extra coffee shop cup if I've ever seen one. Yeah, um, and you know, but like a parody uh, of a hipster coffee shop cup, so it's yeah. like, it, right. it's one of those, like, that, like, this is, uh, do you realize that was probably a Sitcom joke? Sitcom hipster coffee, yeah, yeah. It's like, this was given as a joke, and he uses it unironically, and no one knows how to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no one, I don't think anyone could. Exactly. No one He's got David working for him. Yeah. Uh, so, he takes a, a big, almost, like, pretty on par for his personality, insultingly, like, loud and long sip. <laughs> Morning. 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 It's <coughs> tea shit. So, right. You sort of, without much candor, just sort of goes right into pulling out a pair of scrolls. He's like, I got two jobs. You guys are good enough for them. One of them's dealing with the Fae, one of them's dealing with some fiends. The fiends, please. I'll absolutely handle some fiends. All right. Puts the Faye one away without much. <laughs> <laughs> we had two very solid fans, and it's like, oh, okay. Without much hesitation, he sort of uh, flicks the the fiend scroll over to you all. It says, uh, "Just dealing with the L rail. They want a job cleaned up. Do they want something cleaned up? The elemental rail. Oh, elemental rail. Sorry. Yeah, have you guys gotten that spiel before about the L rail? What it is?" Uh, vaguely. Alright, let me go through it. Because you guys, even the more nomadic people would probably have some awareness of it. Um, imagine it's kind of like a big deal. Because it's it's kind of like trains in the Wild West. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so it does work almost identical to trains. Uh, in terms of like how they look and stuff. And how they like function on rails and such. Uh, except unlike trains that we know that have wheels that sort of cup a railing, mm-hmm. they have uh, sort of like almost like a monorail, just sort of like a like a, a grab that rides the rail. Mm-hmm. Um, and monorail. yeah, well, it's it's a it's a bi rail, if you will. 
I, mostly I just know I know the Simpsons thing. Yeah. The monorail in my head now. It's a good bit. Yep. Um, the monorail cat. <laughs> the lesser known Studio Ghibli character. <laughs> cat bus monorail cat. Uh, not to be used with Mono Cat, who's just a very sick cat. Oh, oh buddy. That <laughs> hurts. <laughs> uh, and we lost three uh, listeners. So, uh, the Ella Rail is different in that what powers and pulls the, 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 the series of cars is not a coal, steam, etc. engine. It is a large cage-esque structure just stuffed with bound elementals that are mushed to pull the whole situation forward. Um, the more sensitive uh, and, and altruistic people in the world would probably look upon this sort of thing as... Uh, Bad. Well, just, it's not the nicest thing, you know? Indentured servitude? Well, no. Yeah, that's outright (laughs) elemental slavery, especially like, you know... It's Pete. People for the ethical treatment of elementals. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, So, you know, some people hate it. Some people recognize the necessary evil of it. And some people think that it's great. Fuck elementals. I don't care. Uh, It connects the world. It's undeniably been a massive overhaul in terms of logistics for the world and almost every major landmass has more than one monorail like system going along its north and south and east and west widest parts Mm. so it's connected the world in a lot of ways but it's also rather divisive okay um let's see here so yeah so yeah it's working for the yellow rail um He mentioned fiends, and it's a clean-up job. Okay. 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 I guess we uh, exit and see which hall we need to go into. Yep. Uh, He doesn't send you the the directions. Don't send you to a hall. Actually, they send you to a specific door that is non-halled. So something that may have been a little bit underappreciated in terms of the details up to this point is that every hallway has like you know a through z doors in it uh sorry the halls are a through z and the doors doors are numbered um but there is a curtained threshold next to each hall um so like each of the hallways has like a a steward to sort of Mm -hmm. make sure that you're in the right place but behind them next to them is a curtained threshold and it's to go to the curtain threshold of hall g Interesting. Okay. So you guys go to Hall G. The steward there takes your takes your slip, essentially. Goes, oh, working for the Yellow Rail then. Yep. And he sort of takes a key off of his key ring and unlocks the curtain. You're like, this is weird, uh, <laughs> because curtains are things that move. But these this, these curtains are like don't have locks. <laughs> right. These curtains are rigid, like a door, until the key. Unlocks them and then the fabric that's loosens. Cool. It becomes. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, and he sort of pulls the curtains away and says, "Go right ahead. Uh, be polite, and I hope you're well dressed enough." Are we well dressed enough? Uh, I don't know. What are you dressed as? I mean, I have my standard. Yeah. I mean, they armor probably are. Tavern. Mm-hmm. I have I have a lot more of like a blue collar kind of look to myself. Yeah. Same. I, 
I wear furries. Right. <laughs> I'm furry. You're also big enough that I feel like nobody's going to question you. <laughs> Hypothetically? Theoretically. I mean, like, my armor's, you know, cleaned and polished. It doesn't, you know. Yeah, I'm not dirty. Spend some time. I'm not speckled with blood. Five. Yeah. So you guys uh, took a shower last night. Walk mm-hmm. in through the doorway, and uh, it gets it's it. Normally, when you guys sort of cross these thresholds, you feel the difference of the air before anything else. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. like if you guys walk through a doorway to the Arctic, you'd feel a sudden chill. Uh, but in this situation, you go through the you know very pleasant lower seventies temperature of Rat Beak, sort of constant uh, to. Similar in terms of like air quality, like it's it's very well kept, definitely indoors, but it's much hotter, like upper nineties. But it's pleasant. It's not like it's like a like Nevada desert sort of dry. It's a dry, it's a dry heat. Yeah, it's not DC ninety five where you're like, I'm gonna die in five minutes. A bonfire's a dry heat. You don't see me sticking my ass in that. Right. Uh, so you're sort of waved over by that as you walk through the threshold and as sort of the things sort of re-illuminate around you as your senses ac- uh, accommodate. Um, I used to work around Forge. This is nothing new. I'm used to it being freezing outside. Right. <laughs> so very uncomfortable. Give me another couple, like, give me another ten levels and I'll just have resistance to heat damage. But um, damage. you guys are in a very well-fined room. Um, it's all blacks, embery em- uh, colors. Uh, you know, it looks like autumn with a primary black. The whole array. It's Halloween. very evil looking, but it's also very pleasant. Uh, Fancy oh, Halloween. Be hot to remind them of hell. I get it. Fancy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a impish, and by impish I mean literally he looks like an imp, uh, dressed up in very nice butler attire, approaches you all and looks you all over and says, you all look dreadful. You may absolutely not meet the chairman in this status. Do you okay. have uh, any more fine attire that we could borrow, perhaps? Tis my purpose. Follow me. And he sort of leads you to a part of the room. Um, do you Have all three of you played The Witcher 3? Yep. I not very much. much. I know exactly what scene we're doing. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm scared. Uh... <laughs> There's a scene in that game where you are essentially. I think I've heard of. Because I know you. I'm scared. Uh, Where you're to get into a tub, I'm fine. I want to get into a tub. (laughs) (laughs) Where you're you're being brought to meet the leader of a nation, uh, and the chair or the the steward, steward, yeah, of of that guy is like, you cannot meet the king dressed like you are dirty. (laughs) Yeah, you're dirty. You're armor, and you're armed. Fuck no. <laughs> so, this is a very similar sequence where. This is you, what you give me to work with. Yeah, very much like that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Milan. Um, so he takes you over uh, past a sort of uh, what? What do you call that? A curtained off part of the room that you would probably assume is for changing, but in fact hides a small uh, forge. Oh. Um. Uh, with the f- sudden, I suddenly now care about fashion. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, and so you can. So your eyes, in particularly, sort of aglow with the array of ingots and materials laid about, uh, very finely organized on shelving units. 
this is like my Pinterest board. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, your in gals are Pinterest is just this, uh, and he immediately sort of addresses whichever one of you is first in line. Let's be real. I'm definitely standing like, in the back going like... Mm-hmm. I probably wasn't as close to the line until I saw this as a forge. Now I'm probably much closer to the front line. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he sort of looks you up and down and goes, two favorite colors. Charcoal and dark gray. Is dark gray primary for you? Yes. Ugh. <laughs> he sort of darts over to the forge, grabs uh, two ingots, uh, plucks them between his his meaty fingers, uh, and with his hands and his, just his fingers still holding the ingots, he takes several tools from the forge and begins to combine them down, hammering them into one ingot, uh, like almost massaging them like clay. Like his hands are like I'm visibly like on, fi- like on fire, <laughs> glowing like heated metal. And you see he's molding the ingots together, uh, and it almost looks like he's making a bagel. And then he That's just sort awesome. of reduces it smaller and smaller and smaller until it's a ring. Uh, and then he quenches it, sets a single emerald in it, like in the still heat, heated metal. Uh, so in reverse order of what I said, did that, then quenches it, because that's how that would work. Uh, and then he hands it to you and says, put it on. The moment you put the ring on... I'm fancy. <laughs> yes. Uh, return listeners to previous campaigns know exactly what this is. Uh... These have been called rings of glam. Uh, these have been called fancy rings. <laughs> they, they've been called everything in the book. Uh, but essentially, the moment you don this ring, you visually change to this very fine attire. So uh, I'm trying to think of like you, your character, and where they're from. Um, I'm from, not from Verde. I'm from the big city wherever the, um, the guard is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're in a very traditional young woman's Yalian... Uh, well, that's the first time you use that term. Uh, that's going to get canonized. Yalian uh, young woman's dress. So like, like debutantes uh, uh, presenting, walking let's down... Let's say a saying. little bit more functional than a debutante's dress. Okay. Because... I think that shit's dumb, and this is my world. Businesswoman, yeah. Tired. Okay. I would even say like it's probably like it's almost like a tomboyish top with a sort of more dressy bottom situation, okay. and that gray is the primary tone with the charcoal filling in uh, for a secondary, and ev- all of the trim is this like smoky pearlescent silver. Cool. And he's like, "Good, out of my way." Next. I'm standing at the back, <laughs> like, just still just very much like... <laughs> yeah. Two favorite colors. Uh, blue and black? Fine. <laughs> uh, he grabs a, a you know... That's a, literally like the, probably the only colors in my outfits. It's like, right. I have, like, two pairs of clothes, yeah. like... He grabs a, a, a brick of, of, uh, of, like, onyx... And a, a, I, I'm, a, I'm like probably like getting a yeah. Little, I'm using specific terms because you would you would recognize <laughs> that. Uh, and an ingot of cobalt and sort of performs a similar process, and you end up with this very primarily blue band with uh, like this, but the, <laughs> like my my wedding band, but the middle band is yeah. cobalt and the outer rings are onyx. Yeah. Um, like, so I was like, I really <laughs> want to ask how I need he to does. Know how to do this. I want to. I want. I need this knowledge. How do I right. do this? Uh, and he presents it to you. You put it on, and you're 
doffed or you're donned in a very uh, of your people because you're a rust dwarf, right? No, I am a I'm half a half orc. Half orc, sorry. I have a, a rust dwarf in my other campaign. Um, I was supposed to rust dwarf that's what, in yeah. previously. So uh, you are immediately in some very traditional uh, attire for an orc. Okay. Very much embracing your orcish heritage with this outfit. And similarly, uh, you didn't... Which one was your primary mm-hmm. color? Uh, probably blue. Okay, so like pre- predominantly very like deep navy cobalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the under layers and everything and like the undershirt mm-hmm. is is uh, onyx colored. And then a sort of like a, like a, like a pink rosy gold is is the the trim for everything so it's this like very soft white gold oh i feel so fancy yeah i usually just wear black and and dark blue because it doesn't stain as easily (laughs) all the soul wants in the world right now is the ability to like change how she looks and be fancy at a given moment i mean i mean you have that now you do do. a you do have that and b you can have that yeah (laughs) truth many faces many faces Uh, i guess you would be torian would be up next Alright. Oh, he's just slowly, <laughs> slowly <laughs> kind of like creeping out. The whole like her. two favorite colors looking down at the, you know, azure blue tabard with the white trim. Yeah. It's not a hard guess. Right. So he's like, oh, you're like, you're like this. <laughs> I already have, I have, I have a team uniform. Like. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, you know, we'll sort of hasten this up. Okay. So does the same process, gives it to you, you wear it, you, you put it on, and you essentially have like a very tuxy situation, but it is... Was uh, it a tail, like, full on? It's a very, like, tuxy situation, um, but instead of, like, smooth fabric, it's scaled. Cool. Um, and it is it is almost identical looking to your armor in terms of coloration, uh, like, from head to toe. Um, even has, like, a little, uh, like, secondary color bow tie. <laughs> Yowza, <are> penguin suit. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. All right. The impish man looks to you. I, I will. I will actually like kind of like if I need to just sort of like <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Sea foam and silver. Primary. Sea foam. All right. Uh, and he does the exact same thing. Um, makes obviously the ring much larger uh, than the previous three. Uh, but the moment you put it on, it, it sort of like adjusts to your finger, um, pretty perfectly. And uh, when you put it on, it's so yak folk are in my world sort of coded as Native American Mongol. So thinking about the fineries of those cultures are minimal but very proper. So. The are you like looking it up? <laughs> uh, appreciate it. So uh, it's it's a lot of up top, and it gets very minimal down near the thighs and lower. So like, you sort of have this broad sea foam primary mantle um, that is sort of edged edged with. Uh... Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that was pretty spot on. Um. <laughs> 
Yes, if I remember correctly, like a lot, there's a lot of in both of those sizes, a lot of like there's a lot of like design work, but the actual clothes yes. themselves yeah. are not. They're complicated. actually very simple. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a lot of a lot of beadwork, a lot of trim, a lot of so mm-hmm. lots of it's. Work. I'm gonna go more with a um, a Native American feel here. Okay. So, it's this large sort of almost ponchoy mantle that goes like really far down. Like for you to put it on, it's probably pretty easy. But uh, it's this big sort of draping cloth that covers almost all the way down to your waist. Uh, And it has this very intricate design that has iconography of your clan on it. All the secondary color is the trim and the the embroidery for the the symbology on the the print. Um, And the edge is trimmed in this fantastical thread that gently smokes. So there's this like ring of mist at the edge of your mantle. That's awesome. I need to know how to make this. I'm definitely like <laughs> looking at myself. <laughs> okay, my misconceptions aside. Uh, yeah. This is quite nice. Uh, and you have sort of like half forearm cuffs uh, and sort of open on the sides, like almost wrap pants, sort of on the, on the on I the lower. Hakamas. Yeah, like hakamas, uh, if you could imagine it. So just very open pants that are sort of a darker seafo to sort of like let it fade into the background and let the the mantle upper piece okay. sort of do a lot of the okay. talking. All right, so with that, <laughs> the man sort of like wipes his brow, claps his hands so they're no longer uh, smoldering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, right then, you're good enough to see the chairman now. Follow me. And he sort of leads you out of the curtain area uh, and to one of the two doors of this room. I so want to ask how he does that, but I so don't have the... <laughs> I don't want to ask to like buy another. Do we get to keep these? Well, perceivably in the future you will be seeing the chairman again in your lifetime, in which case you are expected to have them. If you do not, you will be charged. I will never take it off. And I twirl. It's very pretty. I also, I must say, I see her twirl, I try to do the same. I have no idea if we're going to twirl, but I'm, I'm going to attempt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you all dressed in, in, your, in your finery um, are escorted out of the room and to a long hallway about 120 feet long, maybe 15 feet wide. It says... Last door at the end of the hallway is the chairman's office. He is expecting you. You are late. All right, I'm gonna puzzle along and do. I say it's. And we're are we clearly like in a train car? Like is it? Oh, okay, cool. No, you're in like a we're at like an office. Okay, I know. I know that we were doing something with elementals, and now we're here. Yeah, no, like looking looking out the windows of the one side of the hallway because it's like the hallway that you're in. That you came in from one end, doors along the one wall, glass open windows on the left, doorway of destination on the other end of the hall. Okay, okay. what's outside the window? Uh, a hellscape. Interesting. Oh, because we're in the You're house. in? Yes, they're you're in, in the house. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. plural? Yeah, there is a Right, There's a lot. Um, so, much, the hells run the rail. That would be the indication. Okay. That's good to know. And they sent a paladin down here. Yeah, what does Muhammad think about 
the the lawful evil fiends. Not great. <laughs> it's but, not like, hey, let's get along. But with hey, that. guess what? Well, welcome to corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the viewers explicitly what the fucking narrative is here. It takes away the oomph from them figuring it out. Oh. <laughs> They had the whole dress-up sequence oh, yeah. to figure it out. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, anyway, so you guys uh, sort of can see the hellscape outside the, the, the menagerie of windows there. Uh, and then I presume you make some haste in the gesture of getting to the other side mm-hmm. of the hallway. Yes. And uh, the door is closed, but the golden plaque outside of it says, Chairman, and then unless you can read... Um, Infernal? Infernal. Infernal. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I can. Let me double check. <laughs> yes, I can. You can? Yes, I can. All right. Well, so no, you, no, your enemy. Yeah. So, so you understand how to read his name, uh, which is Casella Fedoris. Surname. Surname Mensufosis. <laughs> There's gonna be at least two more titles in there. Yep. Kenny Legs is the thirteenth. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a chairman of hell and you don't have at least three names, what are you doing? <laughs> Who even are you? <laughs> Nobody. Go kill a guy and take his name. <laughs> Ob. I thought you were calling back to a character from a previous campaign. No. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> there like 10 second delay on that was great. Right. How, can you show me your notes on how you tried to spell that? Because I have already forgotten how I said it. Casella <laughs> Fedoras. Any listeners at home want to know who wears the memory hat in our relationship? It's none of us. Don't pretend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mood, though. Honestly, that's why I started recording all of my sessions on my random because it's like I don't remember what I said, but I can go back and re-listen Thank and you. remember yeah. exactly what I did after the fact. That and I had Colby in my campaign, and Colby just like got like a crazy memory for this kind of shit. So I just want to like when in doubt if Colby remembers that it happened. Right. <laughs> I I have I have players like that. Um So uh you got mad at Nick and I for taking notes once and kept deleting them. Because <laughs> you guys were putting degenerate notes. No, you yeah. were the dude's name and, and where the specific place well, was. Because you were you were you weren't writing the notes privately, you were saving the notes publicly. And the I don't know, it takes away some of the human nature of it when Everyone remembers because it's plastered on a poster in front of everybody. Whereas the, na- the the true nature of it is, James is probably going to be the only person that remembers this guy's name right. next week. No, you know, I'm wrong. <laughs> I was just saying. Melanie, Melanie is our. our Sorry, my my, okay. my my point oh, with good. that isn't that it's. Only I will not that some, some of you <laughs> will and some of you won't, and that's a very natural yes. thing yeah. for you guys next week, for example, to be like, hey, what was that guy's name again? I'm saying, like, next week is the next session. Um, anyway. Okay. So, do you guys open the door? Uh, I mean, we knocked first. Oh, you knocked? Yeah. Okay. 
We're you not hear primary. A, uh, well, no, we're not. <laughs> I wasn't going to knock, but okay. I knocked. Uh, there is a thunderous sort of bellow uh, from the other side of the door. Come in, come in. You're late, damn it. I'm going to turn around and say, guys, be respectful. Kowtow. I know that I'm the one saying this. That's do t- as I say, that's not terrifying. as I do. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact that she's the one telling us that is, is, is sobering enough. Because <laughs> I feel like I may be the only one who's like been in fancy situations before. My tail kind of lashes back and forth. <laughs> I am the most polite. You <laughs> realize that there's a bow on it. <laughs> <laughs> Going like the twelve stage, watching the parade in real time go through all the stages. Of I imagine that Ahanzi hasn't worn something like this since she was like twelve. Right. <laughs> this is like the birthday dress that her mom made her. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so with that, mm-hmm. yep, here we go. Okay, uh, you guys open the door, come in, and you can see it is very. Similar in terms of overall layout to the boss's office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of series of chairs, big desk, big person behind it. Uh, very little else in this room, truth be told. There are several scroll racks on one side of the room, and there is a singular, too small for him to use door on the, on the other side wall. Uh, because what you see before you is a corpulent fiend. Uh, a, a rather big in every way sort of humanoid-ish form. Uh, he sits in a chair that he spills out of. Uh, he's wearing very nice clothes, but uh, you can tell that he is uh, ill-mannered, sloppy, and just... This guy is... The word corpulent is really self-defining in this situation, where he is just a very gross, visceral, fleshy thing. Um, Is he wearing a ring, or are his clothes like... He's wearing a ring on every finger, including his thumbs. Uh, And his seventh finger, which you're like, that's weird. Um, But he sort of has these... This massive web of digits, Clint, like, sort of fanned together resting upon the table and halfway on his 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 gluttonous stomach uh and sort of welcomes you all in with one big wave right. uh, i'm gonna like curtsy i won't i don't, I don't know i'm good I, i'm uh, not uh, got the hard set jaw right sure now. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no <laughs> you are uh, focused on not smiting this thing. on yeah on not starting a war in hell yeah right. basically uh, getting smoked Torn's all clenched. I'm sure Hansi is uh, like uncomfortable, so I can take point of contact. I feel more comfortable in this fancy dress than I have in a while. I, yeah, I'm gonna let you do that because yeah. I don't have the charisma to stop you. So uh, you all sort of come in, and he sort of gestures to the seats before you. They're all very standardized seats, so like it's too big for you, it's too small for you, that sort of thing. Um, and he goes, "So you're from." Ratbeak, then. Yes, we are. The boss sent us to you. Hmm. Uh, oh, I didn't mention. He has, like, this sort of, like... It's not just I'm looking at it. I already had a, a, this color in mind. But he's got very, like, faint green. Kind of like the grapes on the table. Very, like a, like a 
like a gently green, minty. thin, uh, not thin, um, minty. Definitely very minty. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to describe the skin as like leathery, but stretched it like pale skin. No, no, no. Just like it's 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 like weird and greasy and gross. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> Ever. That's fair. It's like a pickle that you left in the sun, you know? Ugh. It's like a bad time. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> have a bad us. time. Uh, <laughs> he has a big, wide uh, mouth. Uh, and every time he speaks, like, with more than just his jowls, you can see that there are, like, five rows of shark-like teeth. So, like, spit and... No, no, not that overtly so, but uh, pretty much. You know, everything but, you know. I'm imagining one of the main villains from Shadowbringers, but I don't think you've played that far. Not, no, I'm afraid not. You'll know what I'm talking about when I get when you get there. Yeah, I mean, he has the, he has the mouth of a Marlboro, okay. for sure, you know. Um, Does he have the breath of a Marlboro? Because that where, might be where we have problems. Mm, <laughs> not yet. Um... <laughs> I realize I've just given you a grenade to blow, yeah, up, yeah, blow yeah. up at me later. <laughs> no, he doesn't, he doesn't raise a finger and fight. Um, so he goes, good. Well then, there's a issue with one of our Ella rails. A couple of cars have gone missing. I ask that you go to the rail in question, clean up the issue... And if possible, find the cars. Not necessarily return them, but find them. Straightforward. Do we know what the issue is, or is it? Well, yes. There's several people that are dead. Okay. And then that needs to go away. Okay. It's are they actively being a problem as dead, or then being dead as? Well, it looks really bad for the company. You see. Okay. Do we know why kill them, or is that part of the job? Well, that would be why I'm sending you all there. Okay, just to my... Are you more interested in getting the cars themselves back, or the the beings within them? No, 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 no. Allow me to say it once more. I want you all to go there, clean up the mess, find the cars, bringing them back is optional. I imagine it would be a bit of a task to do so, but at least find where they are. All right. Tell us where we're going. That oh, door. And he points to the to too small for him side door. Okay. Oh, and you'll need this. And he pulls out a small uh, satchel. I mean, it looks like what you would probably keep like a bag of marble, like a bag of marbles. And it is bulbous, like it's full of marbles. A little bigger than your dice bag. Mm-hmm. I would say closer to my my dice bag, mm-hmm. um, which is a crown royal. Because, it's like the, the leader. <laughs> <laughs> so so kind of like mine where it's like quite burdened. Quite burdened. Mm. All right. Uh, and he sort of hands that uh, to the desk and doesn't reach doesn't out to actually. you. You feel it's it's very light. Huh. It's almost like this thing must be stuffed with feathers or something. Like there's a presence to it and you can feel mm. like the cloth pick up and then there's a weight. But it's like you pick it up almost too quickly. On reaction, expecting it to be heavier. Kind of like picking up something underwater? Huh? Kind of like picking up something underwater, where it's still got that little bit of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overestimating how heavy something is. Yeah. yeah. Will we know what to do with these when the time comes? Oh, yes. Once you open that door and walk through it, I would would upend the bag almost immediately. All right. 
What's okay. in the bag? Bait. Oh, just had bait. Oh, good. Oh, dear. For what? <laughs> For Safe passage. That kills those things. Okay. Ah. I just I I recognize that things are cryptid, and I'm no. just going to. No, I know what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna offend them. We're bait. The things are gonna come. We're gonna fight them. No, no. no. Oh. We're being teleported. We're being oh. teleported, oh, and no. we need to hustle and not get eat. Do okay. not look behind you. Is what I've been told. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Good to know. And so he just sort of gestures for you all to leave. All right. Oh, goody. All right. This is fine. I'm now regretting asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably you. So I'll take lead. You take the rear. Yeah. (laughs) I still have twine. I kind of want to, like... Tie, no, that's, don't tie together? Okay. No. Tie together. Right, just run. Literally, follow Hanzi, okay. run, and I am dumping the bag, and I am taking up the rear, right. and hopefully we all make it. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. <laughs> just grab my amulet and say, like, a quick little prayer. Uh, so, as you all approach the door, you see the door is locked, uh, to which... Um, the chairman turns and begins to utter a series of words in Infernal. Uh, you can understand them, but you, this is an incantation. Yeah, I was going to say, magic. Arcane gibberish. Um, doesn't... Yeah. I'm sorry? I said arcane gibberish. Oh, I thought you were rolling arcane. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just fudging with my dice. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, and the moment he finishes, you see sort of uh, embry runes appear upon the lock. The lock opens, turns to the side. The door slams open in front of you. Uh, and in, instead of before, like, I mean, at Ratbeak, you guys are clearly doing some sort of, like, fucky teleportation to go where you're going. Um, this is violent and ungraceful. You, like, when you guys walk through a door at Ratbeak, it's, like, just sort of a void that you just walk through and then you're somewhere else. This is, like, pulling you. It's like a vacuum from space. It's, like, pulling the air of the room into it. Uh, and you can't really see. Oh, jeez. Not like you could normally, but... Right. This one is, like, forcibly beckoning you. <laughs> Alright. This one's just suck incarnate. It's a bad time. Mm. So, yeah, I'm gonna take the, the bait bag. Alright, um... Alright, um, I'm walking. Leroy! <laughs> Time's up, let's do this. Yep. Alright, so you guys walk through and are kind of surprised by what you find your pathway is. You're in a utter darkness all about you. Uh, kind of like, imagine the way it looks in like the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. The Stranger okay. Things, and like it's all black everywhere except for where they're, they're standing. Except instead of like a wet floor, there's a single scattered cobblestone path in front of you to another doorway. Simple, oaken, iron bound. Alright, stay on the path. Yep. yep. Um... And so as you guys sort of begin to get your bearings and begin to run whatever down the path, uh, it is several hundred feet away. Uh, And not far after you begin, you hear a ungodly noise. And by so ungodly, I mean I'm not even going to attempt to replicate it because my human voice is limited to the range for which it knows. And this voice, this sound cannot be made by it. Good times! 
Good time. Eldritch Horror. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is this point, do you up in the bag? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The moment we were on the path, okay. like, okay. like, out that doorway, I pulled so, up. And yeah, you up in the bag, and you can see what flies out is about half a dozen souls. Ooh. Small globes Ooh. of life that sort of moat around in the nothingness. Uh, and as you all sort of run down the path, does anyone look behind them? Nope. Fuck no. Wisdom saving throws. Okay. 18. Oh. 15. I'm going to use... 8. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> Got the fucking claret, yeah. too. I'm going to go ahead God and use damn. my channel divinity for Bahamut's Grace. <laughs> to re-roll, re-roll a saving throw. That sounds neat. Yeah, I rolled a 3. <laughs> so not good. We just see where I put it. It's a flat roll for me, so thank you. Okay, is that D20 metal? All of these are metal. All of those are metal. I figured they were, but that one, like, I have one that looks very similar to this plastic, but I heard it on the table. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that motherfucker metal? There, it is oh, like, no! What, is it, is it worse? It's a four. It's it went up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so See, I also so rolled a four, and I just. Did that. So, uh, you guys run, but as you sort of hear uh, the noise of a uh, child's scream, an old man's wail, uh, and the squeal of a pig, you two, uh, you two you get a choice. Okay. I do not look back. No, I wouldn't. You two can't help but. Uh, and you see behind you what can be best described as... Um, do you, you guys know what a gibbering mouther is? Yep. Mm-hmm. Not like that. <laughs> Worse. Okay. I'm imagining what's in the door behind the door of truth in Fullmetal Alchemist? That's not a bad point of reference. Okay. That's... Um, this is like a wormy. It's it's like mostly like quite like worm like and cylindrical, but it's uh-huh. like a fat worm, not grub like. It's definitely like earthwormy, but like it has mouths and uh, eyes all over it, and the eyes are goat like. Some of them are like octopus eyes. It has a smattering of small silica like tendrils all over it. Okay. And the mouths are crunching the souls. Uh, and they, it seems completely distracted by this. Uh, <sighs> okay, I'm going to choke down whatever vomit I feel it yet. Nope, uh, just don't, nope, nope, nope. I hate this. Thanks. <laughs> um, for witnessing it, both of you make charisma saves and then strength saves. <sighs> Ten charisma. Total. Ten total and a... 21 strength. Okay. So 19 charisma. Only an eight on strength, though. So you feel your strength fail you, but you have the wherewithal to shake your eyes from the visual and turn to keep moving. You have the inverse. You stop. And are are rigid, solid, witnessing the sort of carnival of souls being destroyed. Uh, 
the rest of the group would probably no longer hear you. What, what armor do you wear? You wear heavy armor, right? Um, not, I mean, I definitely have the loud. I definitely have loud armor. I don't yeah. know if it's. I think it's still technically medium, but I think it is. Yeah, chainmail. Okay, it, it, so, I do have heavy armor. And no one else has chain in the party, right? I do. Mm-hmm. You wear chain. Um, but yeah, so you would definitely be able to tell that you're the only chain making noise right now. And you two only hear one set of chain making noise. I probably wouldn't even notice two concentrated running. I'd... I mean, I would, and I would immediately turn. Again. I was gonna say you'd be ahead. Of... I mean, you're focused on your ally at this point. You would be. And you would be ahead exposed. of you anyway. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the moment I realized that we're both yeah. not going, I'm immediately halted and focused on yeah. trying to get so Sami going. Would again. you like? Would you call Make... out to us or, or anything? I'd be too busy just trying yeah, to Yeah, so make an opposed strength against your 21. <sighs> of course I roll on the one that becomes the DC. Would I get athletic? Yeah, sure. Athletic check? Sure, okay. sure, sure. Just get that proficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is supposed to be scary, not hard. Oh, no. Nine. Ugh. Okay. Um, you feel something grab you. You're too fixated on what's in front of you to, to, to peripheral. Mm-hmm. So... If, I feel something grab me, and I'm not in a good headspace. Do yeah. I? Am I immediately? Well, what do you do? What does Masabi do if something uh, grabs her right now? Yeah. Uh, Scream probably is, is okay. instinct one, oh, and sure. try to get away from whatever is grabbing me. Okay. So you okay. sort of step toward the monstrosity while whipping around to face what's grabbing you, mm-hmm. and it's your ally. But you're definitely like halfway weapon drawn at this point. Oh yeah, no, no, not even halfway. Like it is in my hand. <laughs> I'm about to uh, run a motherfucker through. Your 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 ally has a crazed look on their face, and their eyes are not gone, but their the whites of their eyes are now the blacks of their eyes, and there is a swirling galactic like vortex where their irises should be. If I hear a scream, yeah, I, I turn, turn around. Back. Okay. okay. All right. Make wisdom save. Or, uh, yeah. A wisdom save? Seven. It's a six. All right. Fuck. So you, you two look to see them, mm-hmm. like, essentially turned on each other, one way or another. Uh, but past them, you can see this manifestation consuming the third of the five souls. I'm gonna attempt to. I'll, I'll run back and attempt to scoop you up. Okay. Okay. What do I need to do for that? I have no idea. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm, I'm so, running so and I'm just like under your, her stomach, like. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right. Uh, then Football just just athletics then. With the same set DC of 21. Oh my god, why did I roll on one? <laughs> I rolled an 18. Everything else has been sub 10 this session. Oh, okay. You probably do it. Yeah. 23. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you all are sort of broken from your fear and the trauma of what you've experienced by watching. Your yak folk just hoist <laughs> your cleric up on your shoulder just to turn around and go! Fucking go! And everyone gets back into the hustle of getting the hell out of here. Okay. Um, you guys find yourself at the door 
It is initially locked, but the moment anything other than the first attempt is made, you crash through it. <laughs> uh, and are on the other side, falling into a pile of your own, of the party itself onto the warm, grassy plains of somewhere in Yalzar. And I'm just like her face and my hands. Are my hurt. eyes still fucked up? Yes. Oh. Do I do? Do I obviously can't see my eyes? No. Do I perceive the world differently? No. Okay. So I. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, uh, but I'm not under like any. I don't feel any weird mental condition. Just no. my eyes are fucked up. Cool. 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 <laughs> I mean, other than what you were currently experiencing. I mean. Uh, this is RP damage. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly it's like, do I have any, like, did it fuck me up in a way that I have to perceive other than the fact that that is fucked up? I have no idea. I have no context that my eyes look fucking weird. I'm probably in a cold sweat and thinking about throwing up right now, but. Can you throw up on me? Have you you said (laughs) Was I down yet? (laughs) No, I haven't. I'm still, like, I'm, I imagine, like, she's on her knees in front of me and I'm on my knees in front of her, just, like, holding her head, like. Can you put me down? Are you okay? No, I, you're put down. Oh, okay, you're, I didn't know. on the ground, but okay. I'm definitely like looking at your face like, are you okay? Uh, it's fine, okay? You lived? Not dead, not insane? I think, yes, both of those things. How would we know if we were insane? I have no god fucking idea. Uh, so I'm pretty sure the entire party at one point or another saw this thing. Yeah, we all looked at it. All of your oh, eyes yeah. are afflicted like Masamis oh. are. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Why do you... What happened to... Uh, do we all have it? And I'm just... Yeah, my like, eyes look like... Your eyes look weird. I'm gonna your like... Eyes weird. Your eyes look weird. Do my eyes look weird? Very. Yeah. Then all of our eyes look weird. Hmm. What the fuck was that thing? I don't want to know. So in the complete 180, um, who here remembers uh, Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys remember the conductor yes. puppet? Trolley! Yeah. Yay. Um, yes. <laughs> so a person that looks almost identical to that uh, just sort of walks up and like stops like a their feet. Person to, or a puppet? Yeah, a, a, a person. <laughs> uh, stops, puts their heels together and puts their arm, has their arms behind their back and goes, Ah, you all made it. Glad to see. Uh, you all look back, I see. Sorry about that. Uh, I didn't want to. Any way to get rid of this? Oh, it'll go in time. You've witnessed something that is referred to as the truth, and that will stain you on your soul for some time. Oh, dear. But nothing more. Who were those souls that we... Oh, inconsequential beings. Those who died old, those who died young, and maybe not even people. I think all people are consequential, but... Well, okay. what about a hog? Sure. All right. I like bacon, though. Bacon doesn't have a soul. I know, but thanks. Anywho, I am the conductor of the LRL that you see behind me. And at this point, you guys sort of are taking in the environment more than just the immediate. Yeah. Um, And you can see that there is a railing, uh, a bi-rail, and a most of an L-rail on it. Um, It is looked like at some point it was five cars. The two middle cars are missing. There's a section of two cars and then the front car that has the bound elementals. Uh, but there are two cars that are just not there. Oh, good. Oh. All right, well, where's the dead people? 
Oh, in the first car. I was the only one to survive in the first car. How would you manage that? Ben? I'm very talented. He sort of gives a little nodding wink. But not talented enough so to save others? What assailed you? Uh, maybe, considering what we just went through, maybe we don't start getting mad at people <laughs> for not being able to control everything. Because, yeah. Um... Your divine sense goes on, and this person is, doesn't set any of them off. Okay. What do we? Do you know what atta- What caused the attack? Like we, the, the the chairman was very light on details. Well, naturally, uh, he was not here, but I'm sure he knows the answer by now. Well, you see, in the nature of how L rails tend to work, and he starts to throw out a lot of jargon, which is obviously like half factual and half to throw you guys off. Um. Like, this guy has a very, like, polite, you want to believe image, but is immensely I, deceitful in his patterning of. Um, I will yeah. say, as, as, as somebody who used to work retail and would regularly go on tangents to make customers go away, I yeah. feel this myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious that, like, he's trying to distract you with details that aren't necessarily important. Like, he's giving you borderline the history of how the L rail was made, and you're like, this does not. Matter. This I used to do this to people at the theater all the time. When, yeah. when my boss would try to try to start questioning what I did, I would give him more information than he asked for. Yeah. So uh, he prattles on a touch longer um, and gets to, and sometimes that causes the yellow rail to fragmentally sometimes slip into other planes of existence. So the tell the tell the rail teleports in. No. Imagine a bunch of layers of cake. They're all on top of each other. And sometimes, well, the icing flows between the layers. Mm-hmm. Well, the icing made a crack when it does that. And, well, two of the cars of this L rail train slip through that crack. Alright, so what's the other layers of cake then? Planes of existence. Yes. Right. So what, what plane, what layer of cake did they go to? Well, we don't know. That's why you're here. Okay. Um, when did this happen? Oh, less than six hours ago. Okay. Did all these survivors get out? And How are accounted for? Well, all They're of the used. survivors did, yes. Okay. And you said this happens occasionally? Oh, we're getting it better and better. I, you know, I, I'm not, I understand at some level the nature of you know new technology. Innovation, even. Yeah. Yeah. What do we know? What layers it has slipped to in the past? Well, we've had cars fall into every one of the dead worlds. Uh, although it tends to fall into the third dead world world, world with some regularity. Uh, that's one of the major issues we're working on. But uh, not all of them unpleasant. Outside of the dead worlds, of course, they're all somewhat unpleasant. Uh, well, dead worlds? Hmm? dead worlds. Yes. Is that where we just were? No, was, no, no, no. That was the plane of that was hell. Right? We, we call that the thing. Um, so, I probably haven't gotten into this very much. Uh, with you all, since none of your characters are like focused on death as a domain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But in Almost Yalzar, there are seven dead realms. Mm. Each one associated with one of the seven deadly sins, where souls that are particularly afflicted with that sin in life 
go there and have that emotion intensely strong towards the living. Interesting. Intriguing. So, like, greed, you'd go there and then just be super jealous of everything that the living Not jealous. Greed. Greed. Envy's a different one. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, okay, so do these... does the do they have any uh, bearing? Is is there lot in death? Not lot in life, lot in death. That they just kind of have to suffer this emotion in, perpetu- in perpetuity, or can they actually affect the living world? If oh, they absolutely can, especially if they come here. Okay. Well, what's the third realm? Do we know which one that is? Well, I the third dead realm is wrath. Okay. Oh dear. Not sure that this, that's where this one ended up, mind you, but that's a distinct possibility. I feel like if any if, if anyone was to misbehave, it would be grass. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess we're just going to have to make our way through all seven and see. Well, you won't need to go through all the dead rooms to find the cars. I have the tether point is still manifested. You all will be able to go through that and find the, the cars there. Well, that's very useful. I would say so. <laughs> any th- tether point? Well, yes, as I described to your young friend here, let's go back to the cake, right? Mm-hmm. So the icing that slips through the layers creates a crack. And That's that tether point. Through, okay. Imagine someone has just drawn a knife through said cake. Yes. Okay. Okay, I just want cake. We have cake aboard. I don't think I trust anything on board. Oh, you absolutely should. Speaking of things on board, let's go clean up dead people, then let's go find the car. Yes. Maybe dead people. Perhaps the reverse order would be suggested. The tether points aren't necessarily indefinite. All right, but the longer we leave dead people, the harder they become to clean. It's your decision, not my job. I'm going to the tether point. I'm not going to get stuck when the thing closes behind us. All right. No. Same. I'm not not hired to clean up bodies. I can I can help with any ritual for the dead later, but I feel like this is more. The dead people aren't Time going sensitive. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, I oh, mean, boy. I don't know what the jurisdiction here is for as far as who controls what. Like, I know burials at sea are a whole thing, mm-hmm. and that's uh, international waters, mm-hmm. and I don't know how trains work. <laughs> uh, right. So you guys can see there's a very, very obvious magical manifestation at the. Uh, connector rods between the, where the two cars were. Um, and the conductor simply approaches it and says, if you're all ready, I can open the tear. Yeah. And he sort of looks at it and sort of, sort of claps at it, and the whole thing is sort of like, wham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might make that, but can I be like a somatic and a... A, a, um, a somatic, uh, component. somatic and a verbal component. Verbal it's just component, like... Yeah. Um, so it sort of just like grows in this sort of like weird, rough, circular form that warbles. Uh, Major wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, you can see through. Uh, it, it you can just see the interior of a LRL car. Okay. And the the conductor sort of looks at it and goes, Ah, everything looks like it's still in one piece. Wonderful. That's not always the case. I'm sure then that the barrier is still active, and you should be quite safe while you stay within the car and just outside of it. But if we found where the car is, what else do we need to do? 
thought that the uh, here to make sure we're solving the thing that because okay. it was pulled through, so we're solving the issue of it being all right. Something had to pull it through, correct? Or does it just it just fall? What, whatever the instructions the chairman gave you, I'm sure, were very limp and very insubstantial. Correct. Investigate the situation. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah. Just step through. I've seen worse shit than this today. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, like, it's like reverse exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back from an impromptu five minute. So, uh, you guys step through the tether point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And are sort of just inside from a car, a train car door behind you. Um, and you can see this place looks like it's been slipshoddily barricaded by the residents within, of which you can see there are about four passengers uh, that are alive. Excuse me. Uh, three of them are dead, and all three of them that are dead are covered in splotches of this brown, fuzzy, spiky substance. Okay. Can but I, the survivors are not touched with it. Can I tell what that stuff is at all? Like, have we ever seen anything what remotely like it? Does it? Is it like mold? Hey, give me like a knowledge check or something. Nature. Another divine sense. Um, I'm gonna try to like reassure the passengers and just go, you know, hello there, I'm Thistle. Uh, we're here to help. You'll be okay. Uh, uh, it's a twelve. Nope. You don't know anything. About this stuff. I'm not touching it. Do any of you need any immediate assistance? Um, you can see actually pretty clearly that one of the surviving passengers is a cleric. Okay. And has, like, clutching their holy symbol. Hey, same hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and they, they the say... symbols we know. Like, uh, well, they're clutching it, so it's kind of hard to see. Um, but you can tell, like, either they really, really like their amulet... Yeah. Or it's probably a holy symbol that they're clutching. Mm-hmm. Um, they're dressed in, in very... Uh, Priestly garb. Thank you. I was looking for like a way to bring in uh, theology, theologianly. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, and uh, they say, no, I have tended to the wounds of those that are. Uh, I serve cord. He reveals his symbol uh, as, a, as like a sort of bronze sword. Um, and he sort of just goes down and only clutches the blade of it. Who's yours? I actually do not have a technical symbol. I have around my neck a like little ring that has various little like. Have you ever seen like um like test plates as mm-hmm. far as like very simply forged like folded metal? Okay. There's a couple one that I have like a sort of like Damascus look to them. There's a couple different materials on cool. there. It kind of almost looks like a key ring, but of these little metal plates. Mm-hmm. Um. He says, it is dangerous to leave the car. We've been here for not too long, but some time. And the shock of reaching this place was terminal to some of the people aboard. They were old. It's only been about six hours since, uh, you know, since, since the, the wrecker accident. That feels happens. about right. I mean, is the what tether still open? Mm-hmm. Let's get the people out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The survivors leave. Uh, before what happened to the thing? Yeah. <laughs> before the cleric leaves, I'll ask, do you, do you know where we are at all? 
I am not versed, but he sort of pulls back part of the barricade, and you see outside. Uh, most of the windows are covered, but this is like your first like real good view. That's not just like little cracks mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and you see a barren gray wasteland of mountains and craggy hills. Uh, but out that one way, you actually see a small thatch-roofed village. And by thatch, I mean it's like this like colorlessly gray thatch. But like it looks like a thatch-roofed cottage. Okay. Um, in terms of structure, but it's not made out of, you know, worldly material. I don't know if I really want to leave the cart to go investigate out there. Yeah, what I'm more curious as to what happened to the dead and this brown, right. this weird brown stuff that's on them. Yeah, like I would like to bring the bodies back, but I don't know if touching them. I don't, is don't touch them. Don't touch them. Definitely do not touch them. The creatures that assailed the car, well, assail is a strong word. It, they investigated us. It seemed about two dozen surrounded the cars. Uh, they were small. A little taller than a halfling, but not even quite as tall as a dwarf. Uh, but their entire body looks like those splotches that are taking over the dead. And did these creatures come as soon as you entered this place? Soon after. They came from that small village. Okay, so now I'm wondering if they, those creatures, were the ones that brought the train to this place. Or perhaps I would be surprised. They, they seem their... simple. Hmm. Primitive. Well, if it's something that... It might be something that they can just do innately without necessarily needing to be sophisticated for. Perhaps, and magic is a wild thing, but... Yeah. I'd seen... be more worried if we were to be assailed by other things. Mm-hmm. Do, his description of the creatures, do they strike any sort of... Knowledge as far as what they might be yeah, from just folklore or something. I don't actually know what I've heard. Make a knowledge planes. Do you have that? Which is just like a knowledge check. Just knowledge. Um, like a general check. intelligence check. They're only one. They're a thing. Two. two. <laughs> yeah, just no, so two plus nothing. Well. If they didn't seem, if they didn't seem like they were actually attacking and were just investigating, perhaps they are just friendly and wanted to know what in the world was going on. Mm, they they were not repelled by us. They were repelled by the magical barrier around the cars. It extends about ten feet from the cars in every direction. Are they still out there? Or does he leave? Uh, no, they seem to have retreated to their village. It sort of points pulling more of the barrier away. Mm-hmm. You can see that there's a smattering of these little creatures, you know, 100 plus feet away down the little village. In fact, at this point, you all didn't have a lot of time to put this together, but you realize the landscape of the general vicinity is identical to the landscape in Yao of this area. It's just palette shifted, as it were. They put an Instagram filter over top. Right. <laughs> so is there any- there's a 10-foot barrier outside. Presumably, we could leave the train and just not go par- far past it so that we can see a little bit more of what's outside. Maybe we can get one of these creatures to come over and we can you know, learn a little bit more while still being protected by that barrier. If, if the that's said out loud, the cleric suggests 
to take the to take the the ladder hole. Mm-hmm. It sort of pulls down the hatch from the top of the car and reveals that you could get on top, on top. pretty easily. Okay. Be the, a squeeze for you to get through. Right. But it's definitely ten, doable. The ten foot protection also extends above the. From what I've seen. Okay. I'm the smallest, so. I'll say I probably have the best perception. Yeah, my pers- yeah, you definitely think have the best passive. Or do you have the best passive? Uh, no, it's definitely her. Okay. Mine's a 14. Yeah, mine's a 10. Um, yeah, so, so I can go on up because I know that it'll fit. Well, all you will fit. Okay. Like yeah. I said, it it's just, just a tight squeeze. Yeah. Tight squeeze for the 7 foot yak. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. Is there anything? So there's a, a the village is outside. Is there anything that would be in that spot in Yauzar? Ooh, good question. What do you mean? When Was we there, when we were like on the actual plane? Yeah. In the Did, was there anything material realm? Was there a village or no. anything? Okay. There? What was there? What is there? In Just grassland. Okay. Grassland. Okay. I mean, the the terrain might be a, a shadow of what's mm-hmm. happening, but I'm assuming the people aren't. And then did we, we didn't ever figure out where we were before we came down here, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. Damn it, that was super demolous. I mean, did nobody First on that side knew. One of the nine holes, maybe? Well, yeah, I don't know what no, you guys where on Yao yeah. you Oh, where on Yao, yeah. mm-hmm. that's right. I don't really see how that would have been too helpful at this point, though. No, just so we could more information. Yeah, yeah information yeah. is information. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd assume that there's a great many grasslands mm-hmm. all across the world. Yeah, uh, it would have taken some real stooping, or at least asking the conductor to death for sure. So we have the dead on on board. Yeah. I'm assuming they were attacked outside of the train and then brought on board. No, no, no. They, like I said, they they did not they survive. They survive the crossing. Oh. They were old. Oh. And when did they get was this the cr- discoloration? Was it after those things came to no. as soon as they died? It, nearly, I mean, it was, it's been slow. I mean, look, and you sort of points to the same, you know, patches on them. They haven't really grown much since you arrived. It's a slow process. But it seems to be just the nature of this place to claim the dead. Okay. The nature of this place to claim the dead, Okay. Um, I have attempted to rest their bodies, but their soul is not with them anymore already. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting thought, I guess. Uh, Well, I mean, I don't know what else we can do beyond. I'll go up up behind you if you. So you guys take a, 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 a survey. And I just like I want to pop my, just my head out first. Nothing happens. Okay. What do I see? Not much. I mean, like imagine if you just sort of poked your head out of the top of something, like you could see that level. You can't really see down very well. Okay. Um, then then I'll, I guess I'll come. Yeah, it's out. it's it's harmless. I'm not trying to trap you. Here. Okay. Like you guys get on top of the train, and you can very clearly see the air changes about a good you know four feet above your head. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, it's right. thicker and nastier looking. Okay. Smog-like. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you guys can see the little village, and you can see that there is a smattering of these little little things, you mm-hmm. know, walking around, and some of them are even, like, pointing and looking at you all. 
and one of them has a little reedy crown. Um, I'll use thaumaturgy to make my voice um, echo and just you kind of say, "Ahoy there! Uh, we're we're trying to learn what happened. Can you?" The moment you start to speak with your thaumaturgy, all of them scurry and hide away in their little huts, except for the one with the little reed who like stamps his little staff and then hides. So they did not. They didn't cause what happened to the dead, but they have the same sort of appearance of things that happened. Yes. To mm-hmm. I mean, if that's the nature of this area, then maybe these beings like have adapted to it, and so it's not harmful for them. Blah, blah, blah. Or maybe they just, you know, are. If if, if we're going with the assumption that this is one of the the realms of the dead, mm-hmm. they could have already been here, and that's just what happens to the souls that get trapped here. Or get sent here, that that's just what they, the appearance they take on, and so then the bodies of the dead that get left here take on the same appearance? Well, I guess here's the big question. Do we feel brave enough to go out there and speak? I want to take my spear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I probably won't burst the barrier, so I'm going to take it and try to poke it through the barrier and see what happens. Nothing. Doesn't look any differently. No. Okay. Not like in the little like moment that it's jabbed out there or anything. Yeah. Like, hey, Auntie, pick me up. Can you put me on your shoulders? What are you planning to do? Stick my finger in the air? No, I, I mean I can just reach. Okay. And by that regard, uh, why not? I've done something stupider today, and I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'll just you just stick a signal. Like just a, hand a or hand and just hold it. For I a mean, while. You're, you know, you if like you know you're inside, and you stick your hand outside to see if it's cold or hot outside. That like kind of you sensation. can feel that sort of thing, but it's like like the air is just like crusty and stale. Yeah. If you old like opened like an old cabinet for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Like it's not antique store. Gross. Yeah. yeah. It's not like doesn't make you want to throw up. It doesn't like assail you, but it's you're just, just like, like this is yeah. unpleasant. <sighs> but when she brings her hand back down, is there any Well, colors? like they said, it took some time. I don't imagine. And it only happens. It, it only affects the, the dead. It's true. So as long as we don't die. Maybe well, we also don't. Fungus. I mean, I don't think that any of these the people that were in the train went outside the protection of no, the train. So we, we actually that. don't know how it would actually being out in the air would affect living people. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I'll I'll get down and out, like on the outside of okay. the train, and see if there's, I guess, anything funky about the outside of the train cars. Yeah, no, I mean it's all inside the barrier that is very clearly around them still. So like, nothing seems to be too weird. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of yell back at the car. All right, guys, it's at least safe to come out to this point. I'm actually going to go ahead and just take off my, my glamour ring, and sure. I'm going to just add it to my, my necklace just as sort of a safekeeping, just to not be looking necessarily as fancy. <coughs> right. Oh, yeah, I mean, mine's been off since we mm-hmm. left the chairman. That's yeah. actually a, a good point. I'll, I'll stow mine as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sad, because I like being fancy. You can be fancy. I'm going to just wear it. Does it glamour? It, did, it, uh, did it hide... A very large uh, weapon on my back as well when mm-hmm. I was wearing it. You know, I'll keep it on actually. 
So if I had, I'll keep it on. If mine had like a skirt, I'm still not actually wearing a skirt, right? So I wouldn't have to like try to pick it up and do stairs and worry about right. the maneuverability with it. Right. Okay, yes, sir. Then I'll leave it on. So maybe people are like, hey, how is she that? Uh, that slick with skirts. Yeah, but like the moment you walk through something where it should disrupt your skirt and it doesn't, people will be like, hmm. That's an illusion. Yeah. But those are some nice duds. Right. Fancy, fancy magic duds. It's like, um, I feel like even then it's like, it's even fancier. It's like, I can afford, I, not only can I afford a nicer outfit, I can afford an ma- entirely magical construct in a nicer outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I can be in my PJs. And be super fancy for this. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, this party. the ultimate wizard. Comfy and fancy. <laughs> Wear sweatpants to the ball. No, no, yeah. somebody's somebody underneath is just constantly naked, just walking around in the nude. <laughs> so everyone is true sight. Just... Yeah, I'll say so. Oh, they walk into an anti magic sphere and they're just like, ah. damn it, emperor's new clothes. What are you situation. looking at? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I I'd still say that. Trying to talk to the folk in the village might be our best bet. Yeah, that's as what I'm thinking. As... Do we actually know what we're doing here? Nope. <laughs> cool. I don't know yeah, what we're supposed to solve. Just trying to figure out <laughs> what 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 caused this. World. Not even that. We just need to figure out what world we're on so we can we tell them. Tell them how they're on Dead World X. Yeah. That's, That's the only thing. I don't even, I don't care what ripped it through. I don't care if we just fell through a crack in the sidewalk. If we can figure out what sin these little bastards are the embodiment of, <laughs> we can leave and tell them the corresponding number. Okay. That will clean up the rest of the dead bodies on our plane and go home. And then do the fake job. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I guess I'm. Exit here. Right, yeah. <laughs> Falling right behind you. I'm gonna give it a couple seconds, see what happens to them, because at this point I'm very <laughs> bad. Shit happens when you cross barriers. Sure. <laughs> so you guys, those who do, walk out yep. of it, uh, and the air stings. It's mm. just like bitey it, itself. It doesn't Itchy. actually deal damage to you. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, hurt. But you just like you can feel. The air, like which is wind or cold. No, it's not. It's not like either of those things. It's just like, like give me your forearm. It just feels like that all over. Like, okay. like the air is nibbling at you. It's itchy. Yeah, the air is itching you. Not like it doesn't make you itchy. It's like that weird sensation. Like it just, it's, it's like at you. Oh, so it's like if you like exfoliate really hard on your skin and like you get out of the shot and it's like has it sort of like that sort of like that slight burning tingling mm-hmm. that you kind of want to scratch it but it makes it worse. No, I mean like the it air feels itself like feels like something is constantly oh. scratching all parts of you. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> uh, and you said there the village is it's a couple mean, hundred feet? Yeah, I mean, it's not super far. You can okay. see it very well from here. Yeah. And there's I, like a slight, you know, slope yeah. down. I probably shouldn't be the first thing that they see, but I'm also probably going to be the first thing that they see. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with you so that they... Yeah. Church down. Yeah. All right. I guess we're walking. All right. Yep. <laughs> Is it everyone or just you two? It's just us two. I'm once I re- once I go outside and they don't look like anything bad is happening. I'm like, we didn't spontaneously. Okay, I got this. Yeah, 
I got this and I go. <laughs> yep. All right. So you guys go over to the village and a bunch of them sort of like have these like very thin shafted spears and they're like almost, you know, like concerned Jawa noises <laughs> in your general direction. I mean, okay. What? Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, just, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I'm not displaying any weaponry. My hands are kind of falling out, but still at my sides. Sure. So, uh, the little leader comes out in their little reed crown and their little stick staff, um, and it begins to speak at you all in a language that I don't think any of you speak. Abyssal. I do. Nice. I do. Uh, so in, in Abyssal, it's like very broken, poor abyssal. Like, it's really not great abyssal. Okay. Uh, and he goes, essentially with, like, a you you there, what, what brings you giants to town? The big metal behemoths you see behind you. It's weird. The world will take it soon. What do you mean by that? He, like, sort of grabs at the air as if to, like, hold a sphere of it, even though it's air. (laughs) There he goes. It takes all that lives. What if it isn't alive? It takes. It, like, squints its little, like, black mage white eyes. Because that's the only, like, yeah, thing about this form other than the little, like, spiky, like, black moss that covers this thing from head to toe. Like, its entire... Visage is that, except for it's like little, like white eyes, little, little glowy white eyes. I'll look back to back to them and say, he says the air takes things, especially things that are alive, and it will eventually take everything if it stays here. Cool. Where are we? <laughs> I'll, I'll ask. Just where where are we? What is this place? He like gestures to the village and he says. At Tunorocha. Do I have any fucking idea what that means? Assumedly, he's talking, <laughs> saying that that's the name of the village. Ask him if there's not... anybody else here. Are there are there other people here? Uh, he like looks around and he points in a direction and says, "Far, big tower in mansion and on mountain." Who lives there? I'm in the divine sense. Who lives there? Uh, he like gestures fangs. Teeth. Fangs. Vampire. Strahd. <laughs> no. This is Strahd's vacation. <laughs> I mean, he would. Oh, but you notice it's not, he like does fangs, but he does them like in the middle. The middle? Like. Like human or animal? I can see artwork. I have, but I can't think of creature did, name. Yeah, I was gonna say, does 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 a Hanzi have any idea or knowledge of what is of what what, what fanged creature he might be talking about? Be talking about that would live in a place like this. Go for it. <laughs> I know. There's like can I give artwork that's like vaguely in my head? Can I give her guidance? I think I, mean, I have that. Sure. Even if you and James knew it. Guidance. Oh, yeah. I'm not rolling because Tori wouldn't have way of knowing it. I'm going to go on a limb and say there's no way you're getting this, but roll for it. I mean, Melanie also is notorious for getting double natural 20. Yeah, yeah. No, roll it out. 
Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's a seven. Yeah. Something that probably predated. That's there's, a predator. Yeah, there's just specific D&D artwork that's in my, like, faintly in my head, and it's driving me nuts now. What book is it in? <laughs> I don't know off the okay. top of my head. That's the thing. I, I can't even fully see it. I can just see, like, the, just because of the way you did the teeth. Like, sure. The vaguest outline of artwork that's, like, tingling the back of my gotcha. head. Well, this reason oh, it's torn with no. Well, I'll, turn, I'll turn what back the, the, to the little the chieftain guy. Like uh, we need to take that home to where we live. What is this place called? And I'll gesture, like, broadly. Mm. Uh, gotta call our rideshare. <laughs> hate. Wrath. We're in the Wrath one. Not necessarily. Hate doesn't necessarily mean wrath. That's closer than any other one. No, greed. Avarice? It takes things. Do things like this get left here often? I'll, I'll translate. Do, do things often come through? Not no. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> Not no or just no. No. <laughs> I was like a stammer, if not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And is he undead? No. No? Fiend? Huh. What other things can try? Uh, celestial Fiend Undead. Or Hallowed Spells. Okay. And those things can do what? I can just open up my awareness for anything within 60 feet. That yeah, way. think of it like a Paladin radar. All right, yeah. And no, none of these things are any of those things. I don't remember the deadly sun, so I'm looking it up. <laughs> uh, Depends on who you ask, because some of them change. Yes. That's true. That is very true. Gluttony, sloth. Avarice. Because avarice, avarice is like green. anger, Angry. right? Yeah. Avarice, avarice is green. Avarice or yeah. envy. You generally, you get one of the two of those. Yeah. Sometimes both. Yeah. Depends. It's right. a lot. I just go by the full metal alchemist one. Most rats, sloth, gluttony, pride, pride. Well, it's either pride or avarice is one is the yeah, ones yeah. That, the, the ones that are either you get one or the other of. Well, that's right. Because there's a lot of overlap between there those is. two. Not the, envy, I was thinking envy, but that's not right. No, so it's I mean according to this, envy, gluttony, greed or avarice, lust, pride, sloth, wrath. Yeah. Correct. How often, you said that we already asked if things come through here often. Do we know, can we ask them as far as like, what would would the person in the tower, or the thing in the tower bring stuff here? I'll, I'll translate. Does, does whatever lives there take things? Mm. Either kill or send away. It, not of here, but live here. Oh. It's... Whatever it is, it doesn't actually hail from this place. It's just very strong. Very, very strong. So not sloth. I mean, sloth can also just. Well, there's nothing that says that sloth can't wail. Go, go, go to town on a motherfucker. Yeah, it just <laughs> says that they're not gonna really hustle about it. Yeah. <laughs> Big slow. You can telegraph the movements really easily. <laughs> Like, I'm getting lust from this place. I mean... You said hate, I'm going to go with wrath. Yeah. It's um, been the most common place these things have been falling through. 
Um, Likely to to who are the they? Who are these? Who are these people? Creatures. How how long has your village existed here? Long. And he sort of like stabs his staff in the ground. Declaimed. We declaimed. Great. Fantastic. What do we call what do we call like I, I wanna know what these what they are. I'll they're the claims. I'll repeat the name of the what was the name of the village oh, that you said? <laughs> the thing he said. A bunch of goblins. Yeah. Just in the moment gibberish. Um I mean look. I've never actually had to speak abyssal before, so yeah. like, this place is hate. We know that to be the dead world three. Do we That's where they've been losing stuff? The guy in the tower is probably the cause of the reoccurrence to this specific one. Can you ask them, does the guy in the tower have a name? Does, it, does it have a name? And I'll point you. Who's that? Way what? far off. Mm. What is it? Not a lot to say. Say, come. Oh. oh. Speaking of it, Can you write? summons it. I'll, I'll offer out paper and, like, charcoal. Can you write it? It holds its hands up, and they're like mittens. <laughs> I, I actually, actually I, I have an idea, and I take... Smoke disintegrates some Jawas right now. I, I take, I take my... I take, because I also have a spear. I take my spear, and I... Can I draw in the dirt? Yeah. Everybody say, like, can you do, can you do this with this spear? Could you do that? Right. Or using his staff, because we know that he can stop his staff. I don't think we have time to work out a Morse code with whatever this <laughs> is. Well, no, she's saying that she, he could, could draw right. yeah. 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 this. I was demonstrating. Oh, I don't like, think she, yeah, she yeah. wasn't offering, yeah. here, take my nice trident. Yeah. Well, I have, I have a regular spear and a nice spear. Right. <laughs> right. Can, you, can you write before us? Just like concern noises. That's fair. Valid. I'm not watching the Mandalorian. Yes. Smoke them jowls. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Like absolutely not an ad, but <laughs> the Mandalorian is fucking sweet. It's worth your money. Yeah. Yes. At least worth your time. Yes. <laughs> you uh, get it. Your money plus free through Verizon. Yeah. Okay. Deal. So do you um, want to sort of usher him to do this? Yeah. If you could, please. Right, uh, can you persuade or intimidate or whatever? Uh, I could persuade. Go for it. Dis- take disadvantage because you don't speak the language. Guidance. Probably that one. Oh, nope. Could I also? Or yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Guidance. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Minus one. That's a that's that's a seventeen. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> I'm I'm being like as nice as possible. Sure, 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 sure. Like, sure. But I you're also how, like three times as high. Uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I saw how easily spooked they were. Yeah. Uh, so he, I'm nice and fluffy. Don't worry about me. He sort of like weirdly nods and starts to like roughly draw it out. It takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But after he finishes, he like stamps, stamps his, his staff and goes, ah. And oh. then he says it out loud. 
to oh. confirm that he said that he spelled it right. Oh. Uh, and oh. lightning strikes oh. through the air, and this already dim place gets darker. Uh, oh, <laughs> just Jawas in my head. Honestly, <laughs> they're never not going to be. Masami, Masami is 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 not happy with this. Katie's like, hey, now we don't have to go. Oh, all the way, up, we don't have to go all the way across this terrible, awful land. <laughs> yeah, I considered that Tori would just say the name once he, yeah. if he could figure it out. Right. Um, <laughs> but oh, as that happens, the elder grabs the staff with both hands, and every one of the claimed vanish into their huts <laughs> because you all hear behind you the clopping of hooves oh, uh, as a large black wooden carriage has suddenly careened. Carriage being pulled by horses by very, very dead horses. Oh, Oh, goody! Like skeleton horses or like zombie horses? Let's say like half and half. Okay, (laughs) still a bit, still a bit fleshy. Yeah, ish. Got some meat on the bones, but you can still definitely see the bones, right? For sure, just starts like loosening the shoulders a bit. I still don't look like I have weapons on me, which might be an advantage. Uh, Not sure. And you all have realized the tactical blunder that you have made because this carriage is now between you all. Yep. And the, and yep. the train car. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was not lost. So, we made no tactical blunder. The Jawas made a tactical blunder. <laughs> to be fair, we if, as long as we weren't in the train car, he could have hypothetically appeared between us and whatever. Right. That's true. Um, the uh, carriage door gently opens, making... Zero sound. What? What's inside? I'm scared. Nothing. Nothing. That's all that happens. Oh, it's trying to invite us in. He's summoning us. Alright, what do the what do the Jawas say? He either uses them or kills them? They're gone. He either takes them or something. They fucked off. (laughs) No, no, no. She's rearing rearing what the the tower dweller does. So, looking into the carriage, it's empty. I mean, it's it's not lit. So unless you bring a light source to to see within, I will it is go towards it mm. and pull out a torch. I mean, I have dark vision. Can I see inside? It, it is magically dark. Oh, no. It's bullshit. Mm. So does the torch even work? Or uh, I mean, do you, so like you light yeah. the torch. Oh. The moment you bring the torch close enough to where its flickering light would illuminate, uh, you hear. A quick phrase, and the torch in your hand is destroyed. What Into splinters. Uh, draconic. Ooh, I understood. It's just an incantation. Oh, yeah. Just right. that, that, the magical use of draconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I cast Mending on the torch. Oh, it is splinter shattered. I was going to say, it just yeah. into as many splinters as it can... Yeah, still, it's still a fresh like, torch. <laughs> I have hey man, that's money. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thri- Okay, I am absolutely 100 percent one of those people. Like I'm thrifty. I'm you used to use just your fixing. filters of your coffee. Let's totally get to use that. That's I mean valid, but <laughs> um. So do you all enter the carriage? Yes, we gotta. We don't have to. <laughs> we ain't got a shit. <laughs> to, to be fair, to just to add a character real quick, just yeah. to, to make sure we understand. Our mission, what we were told by the chairman, was to just 
find right. where the cars are. We weren't supposed to bring to heal whoever took them if they were taken. We I weren't he said to solve the cleanup to mess. clean up the yeah. mess and figure out where they are. That was the only things we had to do. He basically wants PR to be swept under the rug and just to know where the property is. Mm-hmm. They'll, so they'll can send out other a team, people yeah. to go do it. We have no have requirements no to get into that carriage. Except for curiosity. Or you're an idiot paladin. Because <laughs> I am going to get into the carriage. Okay. Yeah. But I just wanted to make it clear for everyone else that we are not bound to doing it. Uh-huh. Lindsay had no intention of it until somebody else did. I honestly, if it's if it means more time between us having to go back through that awful realm, I'll take it. <laughs> yep. Okay. I think yeah. we're going into the so fucking you guys carriage. Get into the carriage. Uh, it's a very nice carriage on the inside. Once you're all. In, once you walk in, you can sort of see candles light up of black wax. Um, the seats are very, very comfortable. Uh, and the little, like, floor between the seats is like the top of a coffin. Oh, good. Okay. And once you all are sat... Metal. Yeah. The <laughs> coffin opens. And a uh, zombie, like, voodoo zombie, so like very, like, dried... Taut skin, but not like gross and maggoty. Mm-hmm. Um, shriveled, head. shriveled, yeah. But it's not. It isn't yeah. shriveled. It's just that look, uh, dried, as it were. Um, leans out with a with like a tray <laughs> of food nope. and wine, and like just groanedly extends it to each of you. I, I ate before I came here. And anyway, no one taking it, he just like lays back down and the coffin shuts back on top of him. Uh, have... I'm just imagining I'm... Final Fantasy VII, where before you can recruit Vincent, every time you talk to him, the coffin pops up. Yeah. <laughs> just slowly sits up like, what do you want? Lays back down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, okay, so... Very weird, tense ride. Yeah, so after that, the, 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 the food and drink is offered and subsequently declined, the door closes and the horses take off. Katie's very excited that we did this. Masami is feeling differently. Yeah? I mean... Oh, yeah. Curia- Cur- I, I, as a player, am curious, and... Yeah. I want to smite something. Take <laughs> <laughs> my frustration out on something I can know is evil. Ten bucks says that whatever is up here, though, is way higher a CR than we can take on. Probably. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wait. My options are 50-50 to just get smout. <laughs> smout is smout. 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 Uh, so this is a... This ride lasts some time, actually. Like, it's a... It's, it's a, a <laughs> It's a semi-substantial ride, and as you look out, you can just see this. These horses are not limited by muscle strain and exhaustion, so they're running ragged. So these are these are dashing horses, and this takes over an hour oh of ride. Mm. Can I like poke around the carriage? So there's not much to poke, but yeah, like so there's, there's a, a coffin, there's, there's like a butler, mm-hmm. the We're there's like a Vincent. couple of cal- candles about. Mm-hmm. There's a, a 
an ice cabinet with with beverages, uh, all spirits and wine. Yeah, spirits. Undead. It's Thanks. funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw that. <laughs> we're in like the yeah, most hot. Yeah, I mean, there's not much really. I was gonna say it's like, what are we doing? 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 Each of us looking at each other and turning like, why are we? So why did we do this? Oh, Tori's got a very determined look on his face. Sure. There's not a doubt in his mind that he did the right thing. I just want, more than ever, I think Masami's like, I just want to go home. Just in general, like fuck, fuck all of this. Wake up! I'm on that ship. It's just a stormy night. Wake up! Wake up! This is a bad thing. It's been like she's in a two small chair in like a waiting room, just like. Right. So, an hour or so, who knows exactly later, um, the you can sort of look out of the window. You're you're going up a craggy path that winds a few times, and then a large gate of black iron opens inward yeah like inward to you all Mm -hmm. the carriage rides into a a very tasteful little like circular very like the the mansion and the grounds before it looked very Victorian Uh, very very well made and I mean if it wasn't for the fact that this whole place looks like shit uh, in terms of its palette it would yeah you'd be like oh this is lovely Um, what what a nice vacation home that this this upper baron has, you know, uh, and with that, with its coming to a stop, you can see that the gate, the, the gates close behind you all, and you're all in this little roundabout in front of this grand mansion, and then the door opens. Get in the mansion. Out. So, <laughs> as a. Uh, is, does the wind still like tickle? The air still tickle? No, here? this place seems to be separate from, or at least protected from the dead realm. Interesting. Do we see, can I look around and see if there is like a barrier similar to what's around the? Uh, Very visibly, okay. Like more of an opaque barrier than before. Um, and like. With that in mind, this place is livelier. I mean, there's fucking plants that are growing, you know? Um, like, the whole place still looks really, you know, drab uh, in terms of color and such. But, like, you can see that there's lights inside some of the windows. There's, like, there's this place is alive. Um, okay. And standing at the doorway is a iron golem. Uh... It is not armed, and much of its exterior outer iron plating has actually been chiseled to look very lurch-like from the Adams family. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, And he very sort of thunkingly stomps towards the carriage and, like, tucks his arm in and bows very gracefully and beckons in common for you all to exit the carriage. The master is awaiting company. Yep. Okay, then we're doing this. We're fucking doing this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, actually, I'm going to go ahead and put my ring back on. Okay. <laughs> before I exit the, before, before <laughs> I exit the, uh, the carriage. Uh, 
So the the golem returns to its position near the door and stands perpendicular to the doorway, uh, can st- still in its sort of gently bowed uh, body language. I awkwardly curtsy as I go inside. <laughs> I'll teach you. We'll work on it. Um. I don't know who would like form perfect curtsy given the circumstances. Uh, so yeah, he opens the door as you all approach, and inside looks like the opening room of the Resident Evil Raccoon City Mansion. Like, just a very, very grand foyer with multiple floors and a nice wide staircase leading up to the second floor. She has a map. Cranks? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> No, I was just going to say, I can literally draw But only one map. crank handle. Right! <laughs> Are your doors set on cranks? No, there's fucking two cranks. There's two. There's two cranks. <laughs> it's the seals so, that get you. That's true, yeah. yeah. The cranks. Hexagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that, it's, it's, it's a wonderful room, and like it's even warm in here. It's like kind of a pleasant change of pace, uh, considering how sort of aggressive this environment has been to you all up to this point. Um, you're immediately doted on by a pair of skeletons uh, who are only determined as to be servants by the little black bow tie tied to their spine. Uh, but below their skull, and but above their, their ribcage. Or, I guess, shoulder blades. Okay. Um, and they, again, offer you water, spirit, or, or food. Um, and as you decline, one of them clatters... Uh, that the master will be with you all shortly, be at home as possible, given the circumstance. Actually, incredibly eloquent for not having, you know, lungs or mouth. Mm-hmm. Lungs, mouth, voice box. <laughs> <laughs> Any fleshy bits that actually create noise? Right. It's magic. I ain't gotta explain shit. <laughs> exactly. It's the best part. We've seen weirder. Today. <laughs> uh, Alright, so a little bit of time passes as you all just sort of in one state or another await. And, uh, the door at the top of the grand sort of staircase opens before it leads up to the second floor proper. There's a singular singular door where you're imagining that like large art piece. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a door there, and it is very finely decorated. And it opens. Uh, a servant steps out holding the door, bowed, and out steps about an eight-foot-tall form of a very sort of lithe being uh, sort of steps out through the doorway and has its long, pale, almost like... I'm trying to think of the marsupial that has it. Um, anyway, so not not like fingers like we have. Like they're, they're, they're long and, and thin. And oh, uh, an eye-eye. Yes. So like eye-eyes have one long one finger that they use to like dig... Finger maggots and shit out of trees and stuff uh all of his fingers are like that they're just like long spindly and have little claws at the end and you can see this motherfucker is almost physically identical to nosferatu like og nosferatu i'm imagining i'm imagining at least like three different characters played by doug jones Kind of? Not not bad. Okay. Of a, of a, of like, like this is this is definitely a Doug Jones role that Guillermo del Toro gave him. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. right. This whole building is this Guillermo del Toro. Okay, we're at Guillermo del Toro's house. Uh, del Toro meets Resident Evil. I can do yeah. it. Uh, I'm about it. 
Um, so this being sort of steps out again, uh, like several people you've met today, his hands are sort of fanned, uh, fingers are fanned together, and he sort of steps out, although you see no legs that propel him. His whole form just sort of billows down the stairs. Uh, That's very dramatic, and I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he speaks and gesticulates heavily while he does so. Um, In common? Yes. But you see there's something interesting about the way his movements are. They're incredibly puppet-like. They're, they're very jilted. Like, you sort of mm. see how I'm moving my hands now. They're brief moments of movement with pauses between every single gesticulation. It's like a, the, the frames per second has been really ratcheted down. Yeah. Got it. But on just his hands. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you sort of see as small movements are done, the other hand is employed to move them as if they can't move quite on their own. Interesting. Uh, <coughs> but she sort of continues with this as he walks down towards you all, bowing his head by tilting it and nodding it ever gently. Uh, he greets you all and says, Welcome to my home. You are very far from yours and goblin, but none of you are. Who do you know? And why are you here, so far from home in the third dead realm? We were sent to find a missing train. And we found it. You're sent from Ratbeak. Ah, that explains much. Well, you all do not belong here. Not in my vacation home, away, or in the third dead realm, as you are not yet dead yourself. Correct. It sounds like you have done what you needed to do here, yet you remain. We weren't given thorough instructions when we got here, so we were being thorough? And taking invitations from a clearly nefarious being is something that you find yourself doing often? Um, you could say that that could boil down to a lot of our... So you see, we were on a boat. <laughs> we got it right, right, right in time. Um, Curiosity got the better of us. And it could kill you. So could this place, apparently. Easily. What is this place? I know it's the third dead realm, as you say, but... Apologize, I seem to, you know, not know much about numbers these days. Or your manners, for I know who not guests, well, illuminate my dwelling. Well, I apologize, and I'll do very deep curtsy. Um, I'm Thistle Venerous, here are my, uh, my colleagues, and I'll introduce them all. Um, so, so, Third Dead Realm, which, which, which one's that? Uh, he sort of strikes his hand into his open palm and says, Wrath. And as he does, the chamber lights sort of flicker and dim very, very close to full darkness before they relight. You say this is a vacation home. You are not a creature of wrath yourself? No. If I was of this place, I would look far different. Indeed, I would not even be as unliving as I am now. 
And with that, he sort of like smiles enough to make the fucking image clear of his fangs. And they're like in the center. In the middle. Where there's I, you know our names. We did not catch yours except for when the I think the creature earlier said it. But some of the claimed that, seem to know your name. But I am feared through these lands, which is appropriate because I don't want to deal with them. They're simple. The claimed former shells and. Well, shadows of what they used to be. What did they used to be? Anything. Those that lived, those that wandered here by accident and couldn't leave. It is very easy to come to the Dead Realms. It is not easy to leave them. So do those who died on the train, will they become part of the claims? They will be claimed. The Dead Realms are eternal. What comes here may hold, but not forever. Do you know how the train happened upon this place? Like most of the other times they have. Which is? <laughs> Magical accident. Is there any... The conductor that we met mentioned that this is the, the third realm, the Wrath, Wrath I guess, mm-hmm. uh, was the most common place that their trains end up. Is there, any, is there something about the ecology of this place that would cause that? He... Looks to you specifically. He's been talking to you all sort of globally most of Uh the time, but he sort of answers your question directly, and none of you hear his answer except you right in your ear. Good times! (laughs) Thanks, I hate it. Yes. (laughs) It's incredibly invasive. And you just hear his answer. You know, at least he's not eating souls, so, you know, still. Not the worst guy you've met today. today, Still doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't drink any times. Uh, and he, you just hear his sort of voice whisper in your ear. As the elementals that are bound to those trains, what do you think they feel the most? You don't hear that shit. I, know. I, I just sort really of, I, yeah. I just kind of nod. And do we see his lips move when yes. he says this? Uh, but with that he says and he sort of gently bows his head again I have dodged your unspoken question I and that's where we'll end today Ah! Ah! I figured yeah so so, I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny thank you for joining us for another session of Dungeons and Dragons we have had our <laughs> Yak Folk Barbarian Lindsay played by Melanie. Our Forge Cleric Masami played by Katie. <laughs> uh, have Torna the Dragonborn Paladin played by James. And last but not least. Uh, Thistle the Half Elf Warlock played by Elise. Alright, y'all have a good day. See you next time. Ah! Bye. <laughs>